You're listening to Hot 101 of the Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we're the Godfather Minute Brothers. You know, Alex, I've been thinking a lot. This is episode 101. How are you feeling? I'm feeling awesome. And you? Excellent. Well, I'm ready to rock out this morning with another episode of the Godfather Godfather Minute. Minute. Let's do it, bro. (laughs) It's probably a terrible idea to have two guys that sound exactly pretty close we were trying to do that same mm-hmm. like dj zoo in the morning yeah. the morning show kind of thing you want different voices oh for that. should i do a different one well I, I don't know you started and i just came <laughs> up with the same voice which is dumb uh well, well there was one thing that was correct we are talking about minute 101 mm-hmm, of right. the godfather yeah all day today. All day. Well, not all day. Hopefully, well, we'll see how long we can go. <laughs> oh, that's what we should do sometime. Marathon. Maybe, maybe the very last minute of of Godfather One, we'll do a marathon. We'll just do all the credits. The longest in one, episode in we one. can possibly do. <laughs> so, you ready for your Sicilian lesson, Alex? I am ready, as always. A minuto. Minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento uno. Cento uno. Cento uno. Cento. Uno. You got That's it. That's an Isocento, 100, mm-hmm. Uno, one. Yeah, and we're back to one again. That's, that's, I should, these should um, be easy. Is it just? Yeah, they, it's, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's exactly. It's 100, and then you do all the numbers you've learned already. Okay, great. Cool. I don't even think you need to teach me anymore. Yeah. I think I can, no. I think I could take it. It would be you. this easy, easy if our father was still alive. <laughs> our father. I can't do a good Connie at all. Like a talking Connie, mm. you know? You could do a shouting Connie, yeah, a crying, sobbing Connie, but just one. <laughs> Alex, will you will you please will you please continue with the podcast? <laughs> I will. Uh, we're talking about minute one hundred one. Mm-hmm. We're uh, in Sicily, and uh, Mike and his bodyguards are walking their way across the country. They just arrived at what I guess is Corleone, mm-hmm. the city of Corleone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, while they're there, they stop at a small cafe. Where they ask uh, a restaurateur about the local talent, if you know what I mean. Ah, yeah. They talk about the Thunderbolt. The Thunderbolt mm-hmm. from above. Yeah. Tell us more about the Thunderbolt. Uh, well, the, um, one of the Sicilians uses that, uh, that uh, metaphor mm-hmm. to describe. Uh, what, to me, he doesn't seem like he really got that hit by a Thunderbolt. No, not in the movie. He's very... Um, you know, with reserved. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if that's their version, I would have thought the Sicilian version of getting hit by a thunderbolt would be much more over the top. Yeah. If you like in Godfather two, that actor like mama, mama. Yeah, mia. totally. That's what, that's what uh Pacino mm-hmm. should have done. Yeah. Mama, mama mia. <laughs> yeah. Although you said it's seven months now since he, so yeah. his, his job probably would be pretty, uh, in much better shape. Yeah. Yeah. Than it was. We never get to really see that it's worse, which must, must've been like when he first arrived, it's, just, yeah. it must've been like black and blue. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But he's been healing, healing well. I mean, yeah. not according to Puzo. Puzo says he's in a lot of pain and he's disfigured for life. Yeah. But the movie, uh, the movie, uh, Mike, Mikey's in better mm-hmm. shape. That's right. Cause McCluskey, we said was originally going to throw, uh, acid all over mikey <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'll teach you young punks 
Um, Quit hanging around here. I had all you, you know, I threw acid on all you young punks. <laughs> I've thrown acid on a hundred. <laughs> so I, I threw acid on all you guys. <laughs> so, sorry, kid. I, uh, this job must be making, making me old. The chemistry is just not the same as it used to be. <laughs> but captain, he's, he's, <laughs> he's so nerdy. Captain, he's got he's got basic chemical properties all over him. Damn it, Phil! I said get the acid. <laughs> wow, that was a, that was deep cut one. Uh, uh, ca- Captain, how much is the Turk paying you to raise my pH? <laughs> You're gonna have to go before the science teacher and show show your work. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the Apollonia. Mm-hmm. We see her. We saw her last week, mm-hmm. uh, and this is the first time she kind of like interacts with Michael. Yeah, and uh, what do you think? She looks vaguely annoyed by him. Like neither of them mm. seem like they're instantly falling in love with each other. Do you? Th- am I misread? Do I just not understand women, or what do you think? Of them? <laughs> well, yeah, yes, you do understand women, and yeah, I mean it's not a thunderbolt. They just stare at each other. Right. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm thinking of it. If Fabrizio wasn't there and not making all those comments, mm-hmm. if it was just Apollonia and Michael, and the, they had reacted the same exact way, w- would I have interpreted it? Would 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 the thunderbolts have been the the accurate interpretation? I, I think so. You yeah, think so? It's not. Think I don't know how else would would it have been different. It's very. I think it's very effective. They're just staring at each other. Well, I think like his mouth should have opened like whoa. <laughs> you're like yeah. you're like of the Tom and Jerry school of falling in love, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. Like, oh, I wanted like, to, to take out a hammer and start hitting himself in the head. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, come on, you gotta you know show, don't tell. Yeah. It's an old Hollywood adage. That's true, yeah. So you shouldn't have to say, oh look, this guy looks like he's been hit by a thunderbolt. <laughs> yeah. You should Mikey's be like, no, no, I'm just enjoying the countryside. <laughs> like, oh, he's about? in a love. Look, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mikey, you gotta tell that little girl you. <laughs> it turns out Mikey was never in love with Kay or with Apollonia. Everyone's just misinterpreting his feelings. He's too subtle as an actor to really be able to. Uh... He doesn't even laugh at the funny papers. That's how <laughs> stone cold papers. he is. Uh, so I looked up some information about the actress who plays mm, Apollonia. Okay. Uh, her name is uh, Simonetta Stefanelli. Oh. Simonetta. Is she an Italian actress? She is an Italian actress. Mm. Born in Rome uh, on November 30th, 1954. Okay. Which means she is now 65 years old. You think she's 64 years old? Well, if she were still alive, she died in that car accident. (laughs) No. (laughs) That was not. No, no, no. That was was no accident. Uh, so she didn't do any other American movies. This mm. is the only American movie uh, she did. Hmm. And um, was she uh, was she in a lot of Italian? Stuff? She was in. Uh, she was it looked like maybe there was like maybe fifteen or twenty Italian credits. Okay. Um, she uh, tried to. She explored the idea of coming to Hollywood, but she said. Mm. They wanted nothing more than to expose my body. I refuse so much work. So oh, there you go. Wow. So they just wanted her to, uh, to take <laughs> off her clothes and shut up. You think that's how she really speaks English? Probably. Or do you think that's that's your vision of her English skills based on on her 
on Apollonia's character. I speak in English Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Take me to America. Well, we'll have to look into this in the coming. Uh, the fact that she didn't do, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess to me, I thought she was just like an Italian actress who probably didn't speak English. And then mm. they said, okay, just say these words and do it phonetically or whatever. But yeah. maybe I miss, maybe I miss. We'll look into this in the coming. Uh, well, good for her. In the coming weeks. For not. Yeah. For, good for her for not succumbing yeah. she's, to she's a good Italian girl the Harvey Weinsteins of the <laughs> of the 70s exactly good yeah. for her so uh, but unfortunately she has not made a movie since 19 uh, the last movie was 1992 oh okay. a movie called Close Friends hmm. directed by her then husband oh so I don't I don't know what the uh, I don't know what her so her husband was the director of that movie so yeah apparently but she at some point she broke down and started Sleeping, sleeping right at the top. Herself to get jobs, it sounds like. <laughs> I don't know the order of events, the order of operations, whether she got married and then, uh, you know, so yeah. uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to look into Well, she that. does a great job in Godfather 1 for, for certain. I think she's perfect for the role. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, she doesn't really talk much, mm-hmm. but that's why she's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> she's perfect well, for yeah. it. But what, what a contrast to Kay. Oh, definitely. She truly is the the Sicilian countryside, small town woman. She's really into this whole Sicilian thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine her delivering those lines that Kay said? (laughs) All broken English. (laughs) Oh, my God. You are naive. It was abortion. <laughs> like the marriage is abortion. <laughs> like this whole thing, it must end. <laughs> we ended a Monday, Tuesday. Oh, Mikey, Mikey. <laughs> There's your husband. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny. She never says anything with a lot of emotion. It's always that it's kind of narrow bandwidth of 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 emotion. You expect her to be if you do it more have more of a range? Yeah, I guess. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday. It's uh, funny now that we're doing these now that we're actually at the scene where we're we're have, we're talking about her dialogue. This is the first time we've said that her saying the days of the week and have not followed up with the bombs. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. We can't. Sort of broke our uh, formula Our there. streak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got anything else for a minute? One yeah. zero one. Yeah, I've got some cento uno. Cento uno. I've got some things from That means 101 episodes. Yeah. It'd be true if your father was still, if your, <laughs> yeah. if your father was here to smuggle. Oh, you know, last time... Last episode we talked about the Godfather highlights. I think that would be. An, I think I don't think that's one we referenced in the top ten. Well, your father. Well, oh that I completely forgot about that for yeah. your father. But also uh, in the trucks provided by your father. Your father. Yeah. <laughs> we say that one all the time. Yeah, that's true. All right, Puzo writes again. It's a clean it up from the book, page three thirty. Puzo writes. Uh, they were from the village. Oh, so this is about the the group, the gaggle of women they mm-hmm. see in the countryside. They were from the village. Oh, sorry, I'm going to start again. I wrote in the in the margin here. Have Alex guess. So, Alex, what do you think all those girls were doing when Michael Fabrizio and Carlos saw I think them? they're out looking for men. Whoa, they're, they're man, they're boy crazy. All <laughs> oh, they're all being killed by vendetta. <laughs> You think they go out there every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to guess they were just out shopping or something. But <laughs> they were working. In well, shopping's not work. <laughs> I didn't mean shopping like luxury shopping. I mean going to buy groceries and stuff. Uh, no, they were at work. Okay, oh, literally, like literally at doing a job. Doing a job. Yeah. Hmm. 
Puto writes, page 330. What kind of what kind of Sicilian father lets his daughter work in a factory? <laughs> I don't know it wasn't factory work. Where'd she work? Well, you're you're going to find out. Puto writes, they were from the village and had obviously fulfilled their ancient duty to the local baron by cleaning his villa and otherwise preparing it for his winter sojourn. sojourn. Did it say they obviously did this? Yeah. This hmm. is when they came upon them. Why would it be obvious, I wonder? How could you go, oh, look at them. They obviously have been cleaning the cats. Well, I think they came upon them in this, on this, um, I can read a little bit more, the the green ribboned fields of a baronial estate. So the three had come upon them Uh leaving or on this estate or leaving it. So it was clear that they were doing work on the estate Mm -hmm. because it was someone's land. It wasn't just in a random field. Hmm. Yeah. I think they make a lot of assumptions then. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I think in the 40s, you could make assumptions and not get called on it like you do today. Right? <laughs> well, let me read a little bit more before that. So Puta wrote, down the road from the grove was a villa so Roman it looked as if it had been dug up from the ruins of Pompeii. It was a little palace with a huge marble, port- marble portico and fluted Gre- Grecan columns. And through those columns came a bevy of village girls flanked by two stout matrons clad in black. Okay. Oh dear, they're clad in black. Little Beatles reference. Mm-hmm. They were from the village and had obviously <laughs> fulfilled their ancient duty to the local baron by cleaning his <laughs> villa and otherwise preparing it for his winter sojourn. See, that's now, what I mean. How would you? How would that be obvious? <laughs> no, we'll have to ask Puzo. Now they were going into the fields to pick the flowers with which they would fill the rooms. Hmm. So it sounds like they were hired by the the baron to clean and uh-huh. to spruce up the rooms of the baron's estate. I was just reading something about what life was like in medieval castles. Ooh, talk to me. And um they're very dark mm-hmm. and they're very stinky. Really? Why? Um even you mean back then or now? No, I mean like like if you lived in a castle in the middle ages. Yeah. Um because um Plumbing? Uh, animals like people going to the bathroom there were rats everywhere mm. like it was just like an expected thing that there were, you could just see yeah. rats everywhere and look yeah. like a seamless and um, so it probably wasn't it was stinky but it wasn't stinky because they were used to that all the time right? yeah but they also what they would do is they would have people uh servants collect flowers and basically the whole floor was like a bed of like of they would throw flowers all over the floor so that was like a, a, de- a room deodorizer oh, interesting. so the hallways and stuff all had like crushed flowers and stuff from people walking on them and, wow. and uh, just to make it hmm. smell nice so i wonder if that's what they're doing they're, oh, they're looking for flowers yeah. to collect for this guy's yeah. uh, this guy's old you know castle yeah so wow interesting but, very uh, interesting yeah you don't want you not want to live during the middle ages at all right no. even if you were wealthy a wealthy landowner yeah. i think even like even a lower income person today probably has a higher quality of life than like oh. you know you think about like going to the dentist or oh gosh yeah you know pain medications or you know antibiotics all this stuff so that, was life was life better before the middle ages um the impression i'm getting is that it was a really a dip in civilization yeah what so it was better in some ways before the middle ages in some ways yeah maybe yeah i think like if you were a rich roman during the roman empire your life was probably much better mm, than a yeah. rich person during the middle ages yeah. so the, you know but anyway well 
getting off the track here. Yeah. So they're obviously collecting flowers obviously. for the uh, oh. for the the Baron's oh. house there. Do you need me to read it again to prove it to you, Alex? <laughs> well, if it said it obvious, it must be obvious. Then. <laughs> Stay in your lane, all right. <laughs> I'm reading a book here. <laughs> Okay, here's another little bit. Page mm-hmm. 332. Again, this is a clean it up kind of potpourri. Yeah, it's of, just uh, an assortment of Sicilian yeah. Uh, vignettes. Yeah, but it's uh, following along the, the oh, events sure, of the minute. Sure. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Page 332, Puzo writes, Both men laughed. Kahlo, his, ah, 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 ah. his honest face filled with the utmost seriousness, said, You can't hide the thunderbolt. When it hits you, everybody can see it. Christ, man, don't be ashamed of it. Some men pray for the thunderbolt. You're a lucky fellow. Hmm. Michael was not too pleased about his emotions being so easily read. Hmm. But this was the first time in his life such a thing had happened to him. It was nothing like his adolescent crushes. It was nothing like the love he'd had for Kay, a love based as much on her sweetness, her intelligence, and the polarity of the fair and dark. This was an overwhelming desire for possession. This was an unerasable. This was an unerasable <laughs> printing of the girl's face on his brain, and he knew she would haunt his memory every day of his life if he did not possess her. Mm. His life had become simplified, focused on one point. Everything else was unworthy of even a moment's attention. Hmm. Uh, there's the thunderbolt for you. That's Alex. a thunderbolt. It yeah. Sounds like a thunderbolt to me. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I still so more so than K. He had never felt this for K. Does the book describe when he went I I I and saw <laughs> and saw her? It's like uh, all those cartoon reactions. Mm-hmm. What else? The, his eyeballs pop out of his head the tongue dropping to the floor six feet long um wouldn't it be funny if it turned out that she was like his cousin or something oh (laughs) you know they say if people don't know they're related they're more likely to be attracted to each other oh boy so uh, just because of the yeah because of whatever reason yeah that that, uh so uh, you should be careful but it's odd though you'd think in terms of evolution, there would be something built in that would repel us, even if we were not aware that we were related. What's up with that? I think it's because it probably had to do more with like a uh, tribal level than a as a way of 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 um, like you obviously couldn't be too repelled against people who you lived with because then there wouldn't be anyone in your tribe mm. to. So I feel like it's yeah. so like you recognize someone from your tribe, like oh this is this is a safe person. But when you have sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not so close. You don't think you're so close that you, yeah. you know. It's that sweet spot. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just, just after the uncanny valley. Yeah. Right. right? It's the creepy, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the horny valley. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Okay. I'm getting a little uncomfortable talking to my brother about this. All right. right. All right. Here we go. You ready for the next yeah. one? This is a good one. Yeah. Uh, during his exile, he had always thought of Kay. Though he hmm. felt they could never again be lovers or even friends. Hmm, she's too naive. <laughs> he was, after all was said, a murderer, a mafioso who had made, quote, made his bones, end quote. But now Kay was wiped completely out of his consciousness. So the reason I highlighted that and wanted to share it with you is even before he was hit by the Thunderbolt. Apollonia Thunderbolts, 
he always that's your last name right <laughs> Apollonia Thunderbolt I am Apollonia Thunderbolt I am on you tune into 98.3 on Mondays Tuesdays and Wednesdays no 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 no, no. <laughs> that'd be a great uh, like um, DJ's the uh, shtick mm-hmm. like they like, come when they're signing off yeah <laughs> like, I'll be on next Monday Tuesday Wednesday and the bomb blows <laughs> it's kind of our stick. yeah I guess it is right yeah isn't that awesome oh that's <laughs> a great you should totally use that the reason I highlighted this is because Puzo wrote that even if he's suggesting that even if Michael had not met Apollonia he didn't expect ever to be with Kay again yeah so it is interesting after the whole Apollonia thing, and he goes back to America, that he does connect back with Kay. That is interesting, isn't that? Yeah, I, it's uh, it's it's weird. Him getting back together with Kay. Well, back I mean, at least the way it's portrayed in the movie. Here's the problem: I never really buy their their kind of like mm. intense or their like romantic relationship. It just doesn't seem mm. like. Um, like he's such a cold guy, Mikey, that it's hard mm. to really read his his like I never got the impression he was heartbroken over what was going on with Kay or anything. So yeah. it's But Alex, he's a war hero. <laughs> yeah, it's But like why would he go back to Kay of all people after being in Sicily for a year? There must be a thousand other, you know. Yeah. Is that just his way of asserting his independence or is he like, well, that will help me mm. make the Corleone family legit because she's like a wasp, you know, queen. Yeah. Would the movie have been stronger if, if it were sold more effectively, their relationship if it yeah. was more convincing? Well, I think, I guess in the big first part of the movie, we see Mikey sharing parts of his double life with her talking about mm-hmm. Luca Brazzi and, the contract and stuff, but that's not me. Um, but then I guess later on, he just doesn't talk to her like at all. So it's, yeah. it's hard to really get a, a sense of it. And even when he says goodbye to her right before he goes and, and assassinates Salazzo and McCluskey, remember where they're eating dinner and it's very solemn. And she says, am I going to see you again? Yeah. If anything, it seems very, it seems icy and distant. It yeah. doesn't seem like this is like a, in, in the book, they do seem closer. There's a little bit more written about them, but yeah. it's still not, I guess, not to the extent that would be what that you'd expect. Yeah. That a, that a writer would, a writer would create more, a stronger relationship so that when he does leave, it has a bigger impact on the reader. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but I don't can... know if Puzo even in the book ever gets there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I don't think the romance is a major plot line. Yeah. This. The relationship with his family is more important than mm. the K stuff, but um, and and you know you can never lose your family, so he never could worry. He never had to worry about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Until he started whacking his brother. And <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That's an interesting. Uh, yeah, it's you know. Yeah, K. She's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I was. Uh, I never liked the choice of actress. Yeah. But she's grown on me. Mm-hmm. She's definitely grown on me. Okay. Yeah. You ready for the next one? Yep. Okay. Here it is. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. I, I was just going to say one thing. I think it's tough because it's a common thing for... You watched The Breaking Bad, right? Yes. And um, 
it's the same thing with the Sopranos too. There's this, a common thing of like a, a man involved in like a criminal life and then his wife, girlfriend, whatever, who's like a, a scold saying he shouldn't be in that life. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas in all those situations, we like the fact that Walter White is now a drug dealer. We mm-hmm. like the fact that Tony Soprano does crime. So it makes it hard to be to the female characters can come off as like abrasive and shrill because they're mm-hmm. trying to stop the main character from doing what we want them to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, so mm-hmm. like whenever Connie's like, Oh, you know, not Connie, um, you know, K is all like, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, you're a criminal and all that mm-hmm. stuff. We're just like, mm-hmm. oh, who cares? Like, yeah, so we like true. about them. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's oh, interesting. A, it's a balancing act. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it makes it harder for the, uh, anyway, but, it, but are we ever rooting for the wife who's trying to the wife character who's trying to, convince the husband character to change i don't think we are i mean it's it's i think there might be some stories where you do maybe you don't you do want the the lead uh, character to change because they're clearly getting involved in things that are Mm -hmm. you don't want to see them getting involved but i can't think of any but i know there have been some right like people getting sucked into bad choices into evil I think part of the problem also is that, as I think we've discussed before, you you generally don't see innocent people being harmed in mm, mafia movies. So yeah. it doesn't seem that bad because yeah. they're just they're just killing other criminals. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. don't see them, you know, pressuring local businessmen and and, and mm-hmm. strong arming them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do with kind of, but with at least with Don Corleone, it's always seemed to be a kind of a fair thing. Like, yeah. Okay, you do this job for me, and I'll do a favor for mm-hmm. you later. But yeah. you know. You never see them taking advantage of civilians, yeah. Which might make you more like, oh, you know. So, or if Kay had more character to her, because she really doesn't have any mm. other than being Mikey's husband or yeah. Mikey's wife. She doesn't have any real. There's nothing to her, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah. So it's harder to anyway. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so this is the part in the book where Puzo writes about. When Mikey and his two bodyguards get to that restaurant mm-hmm. and they sit down, they order wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the proprietor of the cafe came to serve them. He was a short, burly man, almost dwarfish, but he greeted them cheerfully and set a dish of chickpeas at their table. Hmm. You're strangers here, he said. So let me advise you. Try my wine. The grapes come from my own farm and it's made by my sons themselves. My sons themselves. He didn't repeat it. I just did. <laughs> For your father. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anytime it's father or son, you gotta repeat it. <laughs> they mix it with oranges and lemons. It's Ooh, the best oranges. wine in Italy. Yeah. Exactly. Oranges and lemons? Yeah. Wine. I don't know. It sounds pretty good. They let him bring oh <laughs> they let him bring the wine in a jug, and it was even better than he claimed. Dark mm. purple and as powerful as a brandy. Now you've never been to Italy or Sicily. No, I'm dying to go though. Uh, oh, dying! Don't use <laughs> a different void. Uh, Alex, do me a favor. Sit on the other side of that couch. I can't see the microphone so clearly. Uh, my impression of it is that it's a very beautiful country. Mm-hmm. And you know, someone said like, "Oh, even if you go to like a you know a poor farmer's house in the middle of nowhere, it's like being in an oil painting just because the mm-hmm. land is so." So I imagine the wine probably tastes better mm-hmm. when you're there than if you. Drank that same wine at home. Oh, you're you know saying, I mean? oh, God, so it's context. Context is everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, frankly, the idea of an orange and lemon-based wine sounds disgusting. Mm, okay. But maybe if I was there, I'd be like, oh, yeah. 
It's part of the scene. Well, I got news for you. What? You're drinking that wine right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it, listeners, but I just did a spit take. I chose that little passage to read because it was it has nothing to do with the story, but it just sounded so pleasant. It does. The description of the wine. Yeah. But I didn't know you would recoil from from the, the choice of uh, uh, citrus used in the wine, orange and lemon. I never really thought much about it. I guess it's I don't too tangy. Yeah, I don't think of wine as being that like. Well, first of all, I generally do not like lemon. I whenever mm. I taste lemon, it always tastes like like I'm shooting pledge in my oh, mouth. Okay, so that's my, why I don't like lemon. Yeah. But even orange wine seems like a strange mm. thing. Yeah, hmm. I guess we generally don't have that much stress in our. Yeah, we don't. Occasionally, you get like a grapefruity taste. Yeah, grapefruit is mm. my least favorite of the. Well, look at look at you. You sound like the Luca Brazzi of the wine world now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, not bad. No green food. How do you like the how do you like your lemon and orange wine, Alex? How do I how do I like it? I, I'm, you're gonna pre war. Pre war lemon. Pre war lemon. <laughs> all right, got another one. Page three thirty three. This is the last one I have from the book. Okay. Puts all right. Um Okay, this is the the shot the cafe owner talking to Michael. Because they just told him he had been hit by the thunderbolt. So the, the owner says, You had better bring a few bottles home with you, my friend. He said, You'll need help in getting to sleep tonight. Why? Because he was hit by the thunderbolt. Oh, because, oh, I thought this was the father saying this. This is the father talking to Michael. So the father knows that Michael has been struck by the thunderbolt that was. Yeah, his, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know it's his daughter. Yeah, yeah, because they're all okay. talking about the thunderbolt. Right. They, 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 um, Tell the owner that, oh, our friend here was just ah, hit by the thunderbolt. He's thing. familiar with the... Yeah. the uh, Which I think is great because it makes it even more of a zinger when they reveal who the woman oh, yeah, is. Because so, yeah. even the father's giving her advice. Like, oh, awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else for this minute? No, that's all I got. Yeah, me too. You want to rate it? Let's do it. I am locked in. So they see Apollonia, they talk about the Thunderbolt, they go to the cafe, they order wine. Oh, doesn't it look like such an awesome little scene, sitting at a restaurant, drinking wine, mm. talking about the Thunderbolt you just got hit by? Yeah. Okay, I got mine. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, two. Yeah. That's Sicily for Same you. Same page. Classic. Mind, mind meld. Yeah. Uh, so what are we going to talk about the bonus content this week? Well, we did all those tongue twisters last oh, week. I can't do them again this week. Can you My remember any of them? still bruised. Um, well, should I say them now or should, cause that was bonus content. That's true. So. It was, well, we'll try to say the, the one that we, the um, teaser we gave last week. Poor Paulie's, <laughs> uh, f- um, funny man, Frank Fontaine, uh-huh. four goes, family for fan fans and fortune that's it yeah all for, right for fans fame and fortune fame and fortune <laughs> got it fame fan fla- fan flailing fontaine <laughs> failing fans. yeah because you know his voice oh, fan- oh fame failing fontaine yeah. i also like their failings that's how trump always identifies uh, like people and businesses he doesn't like he'll refer to as like the failing new york times or the failing oh, oh he uh, does oh, i didn't know yeah oh, he'll always refer to as the failing <laughs> failure <laughs> total failure these guys they <laughs> they try to they try to knock off the police captain they do it but then he's got to run he's a failure sad he doesn't know how to run a, a crime family 
Uh, so we'll come up with something to talk about in the bonus content, yeah. I guess. Oh, we got tons of ideas. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I have a few. We can still do more parody songs, a la Weird Al. Mm. We could do what if each character had a podcast? What would be their content? Mm. What would be their shticks? Uh, Godfather, if they were all kids. <laughs> 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 what is Fredo's crew like? Mm. <laughs> Do we have? Are we still doing the sitcom one? Putting characters in different sitcoms. <laughs> we we started to. We yeah. could totally keep doing that. Was, that, one. that was fun. That was tons of fun. All right, so it looks like this will be a potpourri then. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear all that, you can go to godfatherminute.com/support. Mm-hmm. Sign up, and you'll get to hear more of us yakking and yakking, up chucking. <laughs> do you remember we we changed our sign off? We're not going to do this. I feel like I felt like we were overdoing the Zaza thing. Oh, okay. So what yeah. is it now? Well, we were going to, we never decided. Hmm. We we're going to maybe alternate or just go with it. Yeah. You got one? Uh, okay. So until next time, drink the lemon, lemon and orange, orange wine. wine. How's that? It's great. Okay.